below. Welcome to Wiping the Weirdo's Journey Home. Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master Darby. Joining me as always are Zoe playing Sevia, Emily playing Beatrice, Laura playing Connery, and Johanna playing Paul. Let's jump into it. their way to the pillow trove um where upon a bit of a period of uh rest and preparation um conrad found himself uh face to face with an altered version of his shadow spawn one that wasn't seemingly made out of shadow but of amber a creature that looked to be an amber statue of the Devil Strad, as he was known in Barovia. Uh, the figure of Strad attacked him, and the party came to uh, assist him, um, and determined that they should probably find somewhere else to rest, uh, rather than the big fancy... Uh, hotel for the night. Um, while Sevier and Fall went to pack um, their things and Beatrice watched over Conrad, they found an onlooker uh, looking on. Um, a half-elder woman, uh, dragon scales down half of her face and a very draconic looking arm um, who introduced herself as Kaliana. So, um, what happened here? A very long story. Very long. Probably yes. not time to talk about it just now. Yes. Okay. Is it pressing at all? Hopefully not. You were sent here by our widow cast, yes? Yeah, Mr. Caleb. Um, he sent me along because he was saying you were dealing with uh, cultists to Tiamat? Ah, oh, yes, that's right. Yes, he said you might have some knowledge of this. Well, uh, yeah. I am uh, Conrad. It's nice to meet you, Mr. Conrad. Beatrice. Nice to meet you, Miss Beatrice. Uh, oh, Miss, Mrs, Miss? Whatever. Whatever, Beatrice. Um, just kidding. Just a little bit of a joke. Um, so, what has been happening with the cultists that you've been 
spacing. Ah, well, um, it depends on where you want to start, I suppose. Um, foremost, I suppose, I spoke to one apparently yesterday, and there appears to be some sort of closet set thing involving tattoos. I'm not too sure. Um, so that was uh, interesting, um, but uh, not interested unless you already know about them. So uh, that's about as far as I got there. Uh, cult, however, though, um, yes, uh, led by potentially a fellow named Arkan, it appears. So that is okay. uh, what I know. Connery kind of just like... He like, still looks quite distracted, but he's um like he's just kind of just like he's trying to focus, but he's got like, gaze just keeps sliding just like into the distance at like nothing basically. Yeah. We also I... that name sounds familiar, but I can't place where from. He is originally from well, he has spent time in around here before. In okay. Caldore. Caldore, yeah, I've. I not been there but uh yeah i, I know the place no something know of it something about the hand of vecna i don't know uh it seems that he might be uh trying to raise an army ah yes that too yes neither of those are good things no I don't know much about, um, I, I don't know much about Vecna, but I, I don't think that Vecna is a, is ever a good, an artifact of Vecna is ever a good sign. No, it does not sound like it, or at least not whatever design Zarkan has for it. Mm -hmm. All right. So, is it just, the, there's two more of you? Yes. Right? Yes, they're just uh, packing their things. Okay. Um, all right. Um, do you two need to pack? I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm always ready. Yes, I am ready now, so I can remain here. I'm sure they should not be too long. Okay. Uh, Fall and Sevia, are you doing anything in particular while packing or...? Feeling pain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how, does, how is Sevia looking? How is she affected by the attack? She got hit by a lot of necrotic, if I remember mm. correctly, because she got blighted like three separate times. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. And and for the audience, I know it's only been a week for you, but just to really hit the point home, she did get knocked unconscious for the specific point of hurting the party's feelings. So um, she doesn't look all that great. Uh, she probably looks very sallow. She probably looks very, like, her skin probably looks a little tauter than normal. She probably looks a little gaunt. It. She has one hand that is, that was, um, 
necrotically burned by a book of Conrad's and probably look worse than the rest of her body because I don't believe she'd managed to fully recover from that when this happened. So I believe the, the fingers on her right hand would be like through through the wrapping would just look almost skeletal in nature and then the rest of her just looks very very gray um and all that but she's very methodically like packing her things and putting things away and trying to look very busy because she doesn't want people to worry so she's just like bustling around the room and trying to make sure fall's got all their things and brr, 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 brr. very mum mode you know mm, nice yeah i think fall just kind of be like um yeah just like shoving things in their pack probably grabbing like the the complimentary soaps <laughs> automatically or like whatever else is in the <laughs> hotel room um <laughs> They just like one. they just keep like darting their eyes to uh, Sevia, and just like um, uh, has Sevia um, a moment? And just hmm? yes, your hand. Uh, it looks awful. Um, uh, let let me see. Oh, it's it's fine, Conrad. Ben, oh, I hadn't looked at it yet. Oh, God. Okay, yes, please look at it, sweetheart, please. Oh. Yes, yes. No, that's... Holds her hand out. Looking good. I think I've, I've got a fair bit more magic in me. I'm here. And he kind of just, like, gently holds her hand and, like, brushes some fingers over. And that's um, a seven and an eight, so 15 points of healing. Awful. Um... Oh. How are you feeling? That was, that was awful. Oh, we've been through worse. Um, I mean, it didn't feel great. I'm not going to lie to you, but, um, it, it, um, I mostly, um, that was Strad, wasn't it? Something like it. He just appeared out of, out of the form of what used to, of what was Exley. I saw him over Conrad's shoulder. He just, oh, that, uh, we need to get to the bottom of whatever is happening there. Oh, yes, I mean... Attached himself to Conrad? Some weird side effect of Conrad's magic? Oh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, that... Or that he hasn't shown up before. He... Has he? Maybe... Uh, maybe we just and she looks down at her hand again and she goes maybe we just haven't been paying enough attention maybe so i mean yeah i can't say i know a lot about conrad's magic and it's he can be hard to talk to but i mean i'm sure if strad had appeared earlier he would have brought something up yes it's it's not that i think conrad knew it's that 
I don't know. It. I don't know why Strahd is here. <laughs> Which means I can't, we can't fix it. And we are without a lot of our help. We are. Mm -hmm. Well, I now realize what it must have been like every time we walked into an area with books, because we've lost Mordenkind into a font of knowledge, and I doubt we'll see him until he resurfaces. <laughs> and then there's just... You know, we're moving places, so I don't know if... Caleb or... Lionette and Beauregard are going to be able to find us. I don't know if this Kaliana is going to turn up. I don't... We're meant to be looking for Arkan and then Strahd just arrived. I... I'm sorry, this isn't what you asked me. I'm just... No, I can't to think it... about how we're all going to get out of this. It is a lot that's going on. I think... But tell you what, we we don't know what's happening yet. I mean, we have all these weird, powerful people on our side, and maybe if we can just get more information or get some help from the right person, we'll be able to figure it out. I mean, people are always telling me one step at a time, and it's very, very hard to do, but we'll get there, I mean. We can figure this out. We've been through worse. <laughs> <laughs> As... Hey. Mm -hmm. Yes? It kind of goes in for like a hug. It's like, I know it's awful, but you're being really brave and strong. I mean, <laughs> and it was quite the hit well, that you took. <laughs> we have to be, don't we? Yeah, we don't have to be. I mean, we can always run off and find a new life or something. <laughs> I've already found a new life. And I want to combine it with my old one. I don't want to lose what I had for, for living a lie. We are not from here. We are not of here. I want to do good for our home, where we have done good for these places. And I want you with me. And I want Beatrice, and I want Conrad, and if we can get his big metallic behind to talk to us, then I want Exley there as well. Hmm, depending. <laughs> so we have to be brave. That's right. Pray for a for a good future with all of us. All of us. We've got a good little group, and I think once we're no longer in constant states of peril, mm. we can all actually be a family, maybe. Yes. Not all by blood. But I found one. Yes, that would be wonderful. 
I mean, that being said, what's the bet that Beatrice will wander off into the woods as soon as we get back to Fiela and we'll never see her again, or Conrad will, I don't know, become a horse farmer <laughs> and, and live on a ranch, <laughs> wear a funny little hat. <laughs> well, he's good with horses, but oh goodness, that would he be is. the most, the poshest farm ever, I think. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Be the only place in the world where the horses eat caviar. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but they'd be well looked after. Mm, oh, I think absolutely. he'd be happy. Yes. Here we go. Maybe we can run that idea by him. And that can be some of the motivation that he's been lacking. And <laughs> I mean, you could... Go for us all. Between you, me, and the garden wall, Conrad is. Well, you've probably noticed he has not been doing great. Mm. None of us have, but I worry about him. Mm. You know, I worry about all of us because that's kind of what my brain is just like. And I worry about you in particular because if I lose you, I may cry a lot. But, you know, he. He just needs the right people around him, I think. I don't think he's ever had a real family before. No. And I don't think he accepts us yet, which, fair, we were very mean. To, I was very mean to him. You were very nice, but I was very mean when we first met. And I'm rambling again. I'm doing the thing. And she, like, puts her head in Fall's chest and just kind of flumps there for a second. <laughs> no, it's fine. I think that's... <laughs> That's the only thing to do with all these thoughts and worries. I, I get it entirely. <laughs> mm. I, yeah, they, um, they just like hold her. Thoughts are stupid. Yes, I thought that a lot. <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> We'll sort this out, okay? It'll be okay. Okay. So, eventually, uh, the two of you finish packing, and I imagine return to the rest of the group. And where you see that uh, Beatrice and Conrad are talking with this strange half-elven woman uh, who has a draconic horn and uh, black draconic scales down uh, half of her face. Oh, hello. You must be uh, Mr. Conrad and Ms. Beatrice's friends. Uh, I'm, I'm Kaliana. I'm Mr. Caleb's friend. Oh, uh, hello. It's nice to meet oh, you. Oh, the person Master Winogaster sent. Yeah. And uh, Beatrice and Conrad uh, have caught me up. 
and it probably is a concern uh, regarding Mr. Arkin and what he's doing. Yes, yes, he's definitely a very concerning person. Uh, a, a rather significant concern. But the good thing is, I don't know much about Arkin, but I know a bit about the Cult of the Caustic Heart. The, uh, one, one of Tiamat's primary cults here. Oh, I see. Hmm. So would you know about what they're up to then? Not a clue. Just more... Uh, uh, hmm. Would you know how to get in contact with them? How to, like, spy on them or something? Hmm. What do you know? Perhaps hallway is not the best place to have conversation. Yeah. Point. Yeah, good idea. Yes, uh, good point. Where All should right. we go, then? Hmm. Cara just flatly looks at Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice would just sort of shrug and then start walking. Because <laughs> in her travels of the city, she would have come, she would have walked past another tavern at some point. Yeah. She's going to head for one of the ones that she saw. All right. Modern so, slopes after her. He doesn't say anything to anyone. He's uh, very quiet. Roll me a uh, perception check for, for what particular um, caverns might have crossed your crossed your line of sight in a way that you would have noticed. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, where where is where is a decent one? Um, okay. Um, you spotted within the Penta Market. Um, a tavern and in um known as the lodge of the eclipse uh, it's it's not particularly flash but it's not it's not rough and tumble either um uh, there's it advertises uh having nighttime shows uh of various types depending on what bards they have in. And yeah, it's it's you you see see there is still a sign with rooms for let uh out front. It just leads everyone in. Alright. So you see um behind the bar uh as you enter this uh warm uh like homely tavern um there is there is a small uh 
three-piece band, a lute uh, drummer, and a uh, flautist um, playing on a small stage off to the side. Um, and you see behind the counter is a small halfling man. Um, you gather that he's probably standing on some sort of, uh, like, raised block or runway or something to, to be at that, uh, at height with, um, most taller folk. Um, he has, uh, black hair, bushy sideburns, and, um, he catches the four of yours eyes as you approach as you say, ah, how can I help you this, uh, this fine evening? Uh, we noticed, uh, we need somewhere to stay, and there's a sign at the front saying, uh, room for it. Rooms for well, it. I can certainly help you there. How? <clears throat> I've currently got three rooms left, um, tonight. Uh, how long are you planning to stay? One or two nights. One or two nights. Okay, I can probably leave all three of those rooms for the for the for two nights. Um, do you? So, I see there's what five of you. Um, do you have? Uh, hmm. this may seem indelicate. But, um, the three bedding arrangements. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Those two are together. And Beatrice sort of gestures at, at Fallen Savior. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we can share. Okay. And as for the other two rooms, uh, how is that going to be split up? Single, double, uh, well, Pair of singles, rather, a uh, double. Before probably turn to Kellyanne and be like, are you like staying with us? Is that weird? Do you have like a house to go back to? Um, well, I, I, um, I can, I can find a place. I can do some things, but, uh, I guess now that I know where you are, it'll be easy enough to find you, so. Um, so yes. Ah, so it is uh, four people staying then in the three rooms. Okay. Okay, that is easy. Easily done. Okay. Um, the rooms are a, a gold, a knight. Um, but that does include uh, your complimentary breakfast. Um, dinner and drinks are extra, uh, other than, of course, a, uh, a complimentary glass of milk or juice in the morning with your breakfast. Um, but lunches and dinners, that, that isn't covered by your room cost, basically. Um, and any extraneous drinks you might want throughout the day. Uh, but other than that, uh, that will be... We'll look, at, we'll look at three gold for tonight, and we'll confirm tomorrow whether you're staying the extra night. Beatrice hands over three gold. And he hands you uh, 
with one hand while pulling the three gold towards him with the other three keys. Thank you. Enjoy your stay. Beatrice will then sort of turn around and look to see, are there any sort of tables free in a corner or off to um, the side? Rom, your perception check. Twenty-three. Um, yeah, there's, there's, you notice there is like a table that is hidden away in a corner, basically, that would very much uh, afford you uh, the best privacy of any spot in this tavern. Uh, she turns around back to the barkeep and um, she'll buy a round. Okay. Um... Round for the five of you, is it? Um, what would you Great. like to drink? Uh, an ale, whatever your nicest wine is for that one. Uh, Sylvia, Paul, Kellyanne. Oh, um, I'll just have a uh, milk, thanks. Juice, please. Yes. Juice. That's so rare. Alright. So, Big party people. So that that will come to uh one silver, three copper all up. She rifles around in a little <laughs> uh Bag and hands over the money. Wonderful. Um, I'll have Lucy over there bring it over to you shortly. Thank you. And then she walks off to the table that she saw. All right. Um, uh, I know Kaliana follows you. I'm assuming everyone else does as well. Yeah, Conrad follows. He's quite quiet. He's quite chastened, I think, when Beatrice is like, oh, I'll pay for this and also I'll buy you a nice wine. He just looks very quiet. He's just kind of just, like, holding, like, his bag of his things just, like, in front of him, just, like, very clinically, I guess. But he does sling it down and just, like, <laughs> swing everyone to sit down on the at the table as well. All right. Um... Yeah, and the, the sound of the music uh, bustles over the, the kind of cuts through the crowd, which you feel will probably give you an extra level of privacy. Like, it'll be hard for... As long as you're not being overly loud, it's going to be hard for your conversation to be picked up with, like, the both the other conversations in the room and the music um floating throughout all right so called the course to cut i was raised by them because of this whole thing 
special. So they wanted to raise me. Sounds like something they do. I mean, quite a nice childhood up until they, or at least made that decision known to me. Cults, they're all the same. Yes, cults. We can dance this. Must have been a difficult point in your life then to find out what their true intentions were. Yeah. So I ran off with a bowl that was somewhat important to them. And uh, that's when I met Mr. Caleb and all his friends. And since then, I've, I've been around trying to work out my powers out uh, work out stuff regarding the cult see what they're working on try to find others in my circumstances and help them very noble of you ah uh, I don't don't want others to Suffer. So, what is it that you uh, for have had in regards to involvement with the cult or with Arkan? We were on another plane. Yeah. In Avernus. Yes, in hell. Oh. Which is where we met. Oh, wow. Impressive. Which is where we ran into Arkham. Makes sense that he would he, be. Uh, stole something. Stole something from a friend of ours. And uh, we were trying to get it back, and he double crossed us and uh, was attempting to open portal to let Tiamat through to Andrea. Yes? Okay. Yes. And I take it that's how you got. Uh, we tried to. Yes, we tried to stop him. He threw Conrad through the portal, so we all came through as well. Okay. But it didn't quite work properly because it didn't let Tim up through yet. So he must be building up to it. Hmm. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I don't know where he would find an army other than bringing the cults together. Um, and about all I can say to that is that the leader of the cult of the Caustic Heart, uh, last I heard, she was in um, she was in Port de Mali. When you say cults, I mean. I'm assuming followers. 
followers of Tiamat. Yes, but... Yes. W right, it's just the plural sort of... Are there people who worship maybe one particular head of Tiamat at a time? And that is maybe what Arkan is trying to, I you know... don't think it's so much that as it is that there might be different groups that um that follow Tiamat in different ways but as far as I'm aware the cult of the caustic heart is the main one they'd be the ones that Archon would probably be going to first I would imagine if he knows anything about it the cults to Tiamat here in Exandria. Hmm. So he is not the leader of the cult. He needs to enlist them. Okay. That's Would it. he be able to gather all the cults together if they're splinter groups? Do you think he'd be able to bring them together under his leadership? charismatic that's true if he's some random follower then he might struggle to get support from the the fringe groups uh the cult of the caustic heart will probably uh go in for it because they are they have that goal themselves trying to free tiamat but on the other hand if he is a champion of Tiamat, then he might very well be able to convince them all quite easily. I think he did mention something about being champion. He certainly spoke of that, so I suppose it depends on how eager they are to unify or split, the, split their cause, I suppose. He was certainly mm. very charismatic. Mm. He can convince most people of most of anything from what we saw. Interesting. All right. Have you... Mr. Caleb was saying that you fought one of his friends, one of his generals, something like that. Um... Yes. yes, the the turtle one, turtle. Conrad looks at Sevier. Sevier looks at Conrad and has a very pinched little look on her face because she knows exactly why he's looking at her. And then she goes, "Yes, a a dragon mask." Interesting. Then Conrad goes back to looking at the because he's been looking very pointedly at the table, but at that at the exact point, he does look very pointedly at Sevia and holds that for a moment until Sevia relinquishes that information. So, I'm guessing from your garb and the equipment you've got, uh, Sevia, that you're the wizard, or at least the the magic person. I dress like a wizard. Well, yes, you're not wrong, but I've I now mean, hit with an, an existential crisis about the way I dress. You're an adventurer, not 
wearing armor. Well, and you don't know, it could any be concealed. Weapons on your person. I could have a weapon. No, you're right. I'm just trying to be <laughs> silly. Um No, yes, I am I am the mage. Okay. Have you identified the mask at all? Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, it does a lot. Um I you'll forgive me for not uh you can just say you tell her the, the yeah well no i'm just i'm also just gonna say okay. i uh, you will forgive me for not pulling it out in a public space but yeah, that is and then she the tells best. her and she tells her all the things she knows okay um my fool is definitely like kind of like in a protective stance around cbr and i rolled and 18 insight check on Kaliana too. Oh, and okay. while um, this is happening as well, sorry, um, Conrad has been looking quite, he's just been disassociating, but he has at this point just been, he's paying more attention to people around. He just wants to make sure there's no one paying close attention, like the fun nobleman he met okay. last time and that kind of stuff. Okay, uh, wrong and also it's easy because, Perception yeah. check. Beatrice is yeah. also keeping an eye, like, she is listening to the conversation, but she's also sort of keeping one eye on everything else that's happening. So that seems a bit more passive, so I will keep that in mind. Um, right. Uh, 21. I 21. forgot how good his perception is. <sighs> okay, you don't pick up any suspicious behaviour. Uh, so you do, you do spot someone, um a table or two over picking the game of cards. <laughs> yeah, he starts um, paying attention to that, like, oh, yeah, okay, doing, doing um, good, yeah. <laughs> all, uh, Kaliana seemed friendly. Um, um, <laughs> she doesn't seem to be paying any extra attention to Sevia compared to the rest of you as a uh, in insofar as like outside of okay. stuff. Like he's obviously here now because Sevia has the information she needs. But she's not it's, it's no more than anyone else. Okay. Um, oh I think that I, I have heard about that there are facts of things. Uh, they're like vestiges. Right. And 
Right. I was about to say the fact we have won kind of puts a real kibosh on their plans, but if they could theoretically succeed with two, then... Hmm. It still impacts them. How many do you know that there are? There are five. Oh dear. There are very specifically five. One for each of Tiamat's heads. Ooh. Two or more of them can be used, be combined into um, the uh, Mask of the Dragon Queen, I believe it's called. The name translates slightly differently depending on where you get your information from, but something along those lines. Right. Okay. So, potentially, one way to stop Arkin, if we cannot find him, is at least to get as many of these masks as we can. Possibly. But if he's already got access to some, it might not be that simple. True. I don't think Especially there's a... How long have you been here? Days? A few days. A few days. Uh, not okay. long. So, in the scheme of things, though, we don't know what kind of contact Arkin has had with this plane of late, do we? No, I know he was... In hell, he mm. was struggling to get any sort of contact with Exandria. That's why he needed to steal from our friend. Contact uh, or pathway? Because those are very different things. Well, I don't know. He wasn't very clear with us. He was intent on double-crossing us. Good point. Oh, no, it's still looking at the person shooting cards, <laughs> um, but he does, like, turn his head back over for a moment, incline his head towards... Uh, looking over Sabian and inclining his head towards Gliana and it's like regardless one of his generals was already in possession of the thing that Sevia has when we got there and that was not long after we arrived here so yeah. it's best to assume he is fast or at least exceptionally lucky and then he slides his gaze back to you, watching, <laughs> watching what's going on. Yeah. Or potentially both. Look, Kaliana, we... I don't want to sound as if I'm being braggadocious, but we have sort of saved worlds before. And... Uh, there is not really a world in which this ends without us having to confront Arkan in some way. The question is just how much can we do to make that future easier? You've given us a lot of good information, but the only thing I can think of is, bearing in mind I'm not maybe working at my best mental capacity, uh, maybe we head to this port... Timali? Damali? Damali. Damali maybe see if we can cut off any potential contact he has with the caustic heart leader and even if even if he's got contact with her 
I'm guessing, unless he has four other lieutenants with him, then she is probably someone that he's entrusted with a mask. All right. So we could get a mask off of her, at least. Or at the very least, I don't know, maybe turn her against Arkin? In don't think some... that's likely. Well, we can have but hope, Kelly. Oh, no, you've been dealing with them your whole life. They tried to kill you. Uh, that's, yes, fair. Look, I'm not saying I don't want to kill a cult leader. I am just saying there are often many options. And, you know, if we... If we kill her we risk potentially making a martyr for the cause if instead we maybe find a way to convince her that arkin is doing it for himself and not for a real love of tiamat maybe then at least the next in line won't immediately fall into arkin's pocket i don't think it's like There are always options. I'm just putting some out there. Um, it's the one we have at the moment is to follow up that lead and see where it takes us, isn't it? I'm not the most tactically minded, but um, I don't know. Well, Unless there's something very obvious I'm missing. The good news is there is an archive of the cult, but Cobalt Soul in Port de Mali. You have worked with. morning in the morning well you don't about soul is is there a place called the morning here m-o-u-r no She looks to fall, and she goes, have I misinterpreted the sentence? <laughs> Beatrice is like, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. I believe what she's saying is it would be best to go and talk to the cobalt soul in the morning about helping us get to court tonight. Oh, um, sorry. I... <laughs> I thought we've all had a very long day, Miss, Mrs. Kelly, Miss Kellyana, Miss Kellyana. Ah, uh, so forgive me. Not all of my brain is within my skull at the moment. Um. No, yes, we can we can speak to the Cobalt Soul. They should be able to help, and potentially even our friend has maybe discovered some information that can help us as well. He's very smart. So. Ahead of ahead of going tomorrow, any anything you need, but um, I will meet you. We'll go to the 
Crabots or get support from us. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like plan. Much appreciated. Yes, thank you for your help. And she she walks out. I will I will say, because I completely forgot about, like at some point during that conversation you would have paused as your drinks arrived and um yeah. Was very oh good juice! Yeah. This is like this costs like a month's pay back in Palace. <laughs> He's just looking at all of the orange juice. We need to talk to someone about the economic system of Palace. That anyway, Kayana and we would have continued, yeah. <laughs> Alright. So is there anything folks want to do before bed? Is there anything anyone needs before we head off again? Supply-wise, yes. yeah. Any any shopping folks want to? Or can offer to go on a supply run if anyone needs anything. Eggs, <laughs> <Yes>. milk. <laughs> um, Connor probably just wants to go for a walk. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Probably just sits there looking quite distracted while we're sitting here at the table. Mm. Just deliberating this. (laughs) Um, I can't think of anything I need, but if you think of anything we need, then that's good. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Um, I'll just stock off and have a look around. I'll be back soon. (laughs) Wonderful. Have fun. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so, is there anything in particular that you are looking for? For me? well, considering we're going to be leaving the city soon, uh, <laughs> I'm always going to remember. I believe Darby, you mentioned off pod that there is a shop that sells smarty literature. Yes, there is. There is a store in the uh, leave in the Trispire. Yes. Um, Called Chastity's Nook. Oh boy! You can find and uh, <laughs> yes, it. You find this building uh, resembling a a thatch roof cottage with beautiful and uh, handwritten uh, spine writing above the door. And stepping in, you see a lush, cozy inviting back room. Front room is one long table, shelves and separate table. Progresses from progresses uh, from uh, towards shelves and stacks of books. Uh, covers space between these, leading towards the back room where large scrolls of uh, there's large scrolls of what appear to be beautifully painted nudes. If Beatrice knows that Fall is is headed in that direction, Beatrice would uh, follow along. Oh gosh, okay, in that case they were probably walking together and Fall's like, hmm, um, where are you going, Beatrice? I was walking around. Fair, fair, yeah, I just noticed a shop when we were walking the other day, um, mmm. 
I hear there's uh, something interesting around here. Yeah. <laughs> and Paul's just gonna be like, un <laughs> probably like really uncomfortable until they make the way to the, <laughs> the bookstore. <laughs> and just be like, mm -mm, it's for research. As you're, as you're entering the store. Yeah, sure. You see a woman in her 50s, 60s, hard to tell, um, with precision. Um, she has wild, uh, curly, mousy brown hair that's sort of, um, graying and white in places. Um, and she's wearing a heavy sweater and big glasses but oh so um i'm i'm Iva. um how are you this evening hi yes yes good um nice to meet you i'm full oh, not the bad beatrice pleasure um so how can I help you today? We have we have quite the collection, um, if you're interested at all. Um, we have rugs, tapestries, candles, scented and unscented, uh, oils, incense, um, and we also have a wonderful collection of uh, of novels, of 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 specialty novels. Beatrice nudges fall and is like, oils are fun. <laughs> what was that? Oils. <laughs> okay. I'm just like looking around at the tapestries and such as well. It's just like, mm. yeah, it's certainly quite a store that you have. <laughs> Were you purchasing anything today? The cat is just... Um, um, yes, yes, I would like to uh, have a look through some of the novels. Alright, um, so I'll, I'll give you the... We have uh, Tusk Club, um, Ascent of the Sea, the Rosed Embrace, a Guard of My Heart, Zemnian Knights, Enchanting Tryst, Shallow Breath, and we've just gotten um, uh, a, our first shipment of a new Courting of the Crick that's recently been uh, been been uh, removed from the ban list. It wasn't banned due to any objectionable content. It was banned because of uh, because because of uh, war tensions that were going on a few years back. Oh no, uh, uh, fair, fair. That makes sense. Uh, hmm, hmm. 
in the interests of um, uh, research, you know, uh, do you have any that have like, like, uh, like a trans man and a woman or something for like hmm. mechanics? Information. Oh, you're looking. You're looking for information. So this you don't want. You don't want smart for that. You don't want. You don't want these specialist novels for that. They are very bad examples of uh, what to do. they are written more to uh, arouse and entice than they are as instructional. Huh. They take <laughs> certain. Right. They take certain creative liberties um, that can lead to uh, a lot of upset and disappointment if uh, taken as uh, instructional. Oh, I see. For all parties um. involved. Oh, um, yes, well, I can't... Uh, my apologies, then, I decide... Mm. And the same goes for a lot of the, uh, the the portraits you see back there. Some of those positions, not at all, not at all actually... <laughs> not at all actually viable. Yeah, they They're just... Look... No, no, mm, just... Very comfortable. They the Those positions are designed to show off more, not to actually... Pleasure. Yeah, they look like some of their acrobat stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, you're an acrobat? Yes, yes, I've, uh, yes, a straight acrobat. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, well, I, hmm, I hate to pry, but, um, yeah? what sort of baseline knowledge are we working with here? I don't need to know experience, that might be a bit too personal, but what baseline knowledge? You don't have to be too explicit with it, but what? Are we Paul talking... is just like looking over at Beatrice and you just are... like... <laughs> Would you like me to leave? <laughs> and Beatrice just walks further into like the back of the shop. Have a have a browse while um fall is being awkward. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Are we talking absolute beginner? Are we talking read I mean, one or two manuals? Or skim through a few things? I know about biology. I've learned about science. Okay. I just don't I know how babies are made. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's always that's always a good start. Um, just not a lot of talk about, you know, how, yeah, just how, what it's like living in a monastery. Ah, uh, of course, of course. Um, let me see what I can find. And she rummages around in, uh, a shelf, uh, within, like, the corner of more plain looking books um and she brings one out and it's like okay this one this one should uh you should find this one helpful i would hope um it is uh three silver pieces um is the cost of it 
Um, and it is um, very, very... Uh, it goes through the basics and even even some as as you get through some more elaborate things but it doesn't uh make sure not to put it crassly very delicate in its language it keeps things chaste but not too chaste in the way that it puts things uh, excellent yes yes that sounds perfect it's um it is it is a little more on the romantic side of things rather than the uh the explicit side of things. Mm. We do uh, have instructional books for those as well. Um but I think if you're just getting into this uh always good to start with the basic and work your way up from there. Yes, that's fair. I just see if uh, where things go. I do. Um. Yes, thank you. Yes. I will get that one. There we go. The white is three silver pieces. Um. Like fumbles in his coin purse, trying to find it like awkwardly, and this is like mm, three silver. Have four silver. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. And she hands over the book. Uh, is there anything else I can help you with today, or was that all? No, no, that would be all, unless my friend Beatrice wants anything. Oh. Um, madam? Uh, Beatrice is buried somewhere in the stacks. <laughs> anything She's poking caught, around. Anything caught your interest? Yes, yet. Uh, do you have anything uh, about lesbian? Like, lesbian romance? Hmm, Smut? Uh, whatever. Well, the, um... The, the Rosed Embrace uh, is, is a wonderful uh, tale along those lines. And it is, it is one of our, one of our best sellers. How much? Uh, two silver. Well, two silver for the paperback, or if you would like to splurge, we have a hardback for one gold. Look at the hardback. All right. Um, and... All right. So um, here is one hardback copy of the Rosed Embrace. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. Cool. I'm sure I will. <laughs> Happy reading <Wink. laughs> to the both of you. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you. And I take it you leave and uh, grab and, and off they trot. Yes. Just. It's just like never mention this to anyone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a future. So, just briefly, are there any supplies that you are getting while in town? Like while out and about? Or that's the only Rations, stop? probably, yeah. Rations? Yeah. yeah. Um, right. If there's, yeah, if they pass somewhere where there's rations being sold, right. pick up right. a few. 
Yeah, um, you can manage to get... Let's see. Um, you managed to find one, uh, one supply store that's still open that's selling rations. Um, and they have, um, five days worth of rations in stock. Um, which, if you want to buy all five, will run you a total of two gold, five silver. Yeah. All right. All by that. All right. Uh, yeah. And so after um, going supplies, two gold, you, five silver. It, you make your way back to the tavern, um, with with supplies and books in hand. Yes. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Or hidden away. Yes. See you next week, everyone. See you next week. Goodbye. Sorry for listening. Sorry for listening. Yeah, sorry for listening. Uh.